Thanks for joining us, and welcome back to the Watchman on the Wall podcast. Periodically, we'll bring you true stories of angelic encounters, heavenly visitations, near-death experiences, as well as modern-day prophecies that are relevant to us today. When we come back, we'll begin our next episode. back to the Watchman on the Wall podcast. Today, Steve Kiyokalani talks about artificial intelligence and the mark of the beast. Many of us know how the mark of the beast is coming here in the end times and how it might affect us. However, today Steve talks about many of the things involving AI, artificial intelligence, and how that is tied into the Mark of the Beast as well as the Antichrist. I think many of you will find this not only knowledgeable but enlightening. So without further ado, here is Steve Kiyokalanti. Revelation chapter 13 verse 1. Then I, that's John, stood on the sand of the sea and I saw the beast rising up out of the sea. Now does that mean that you see the Antichrist is a very good swimmer? You think that's what it means? He's a champion swimmer. That's ridiculous, right? You got to follow the metaphor. The sea represents Gentile nations. So he rises up out of the Gentile nations, having seven heads and ten horns. Well, the seven heads and ten horns have been a consistent metaphor of Gentile empires that persecute the Jews. But in somewhat of an oxymoron, contradictory way, there's going to be another beast that works with him who's going to come from Jewish heritage. But today you can see many Jews who hate the Torah, many Jews who hate Israel and the state of Israel. So it's no longer contradictory for the first time in history. First, the second person, verse 11. Then I saw another beast coming out of what? The earth. Well, what does that mean? This is not a person that's going to be digging his way out of, you know, a burial site. Right? Or, or, or out, of a, out of a mine. Right? This is figurative. The earth is the Eretz, the land, the first land, the land that God claims is Israel. So, so this, it's a clue. Somebody's coming out of Israel. And I think the guys here will, will see him. Literally, we'll see him today. Coming out of the Eretz, so the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spoke like a dragon. You will hear him today. And he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence. So he's not the first beast. He works with the first beast and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. So again, we're referencing some kind of wound. Are we talking about an empire that fell and rose back up like the fourth caliphate of Islam has fallen and now it will come back up soon as the United States of Islam? It could be figurative. It could refer to an entire empire, but it also could refer to somebody's head. Maybe he was shot. Maybe he got, maybe he experimented with the mark of the beast and got a wound from it. Maybe he got a sword. People are like, oh man, he, he was the first guy to be chipped. He was our hero and he died. And, and he came back up. The chip worked. And now his mind is like AI's mind. 
I don't know. We're going to see it, right? But it's going to be a, a sign and a wonder to the people. And they're going to adore him after this event. He performs great signs so that even he makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. He deceives those who dwell on the earth by the signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lives. We've got another fatal wounding reference. So this is no longer, it, it no longer seems to be just, you know, a, a, a figurative thing. It seems that God is emphasizing, watch out for this wound. Okay? Now, the main thing is, he says, he's going to make an image to the beast. And we say the image of the beast. He was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. He, now what is this he? We've always, I've always read this as the Antichrist, the first beast. Then I kind of thought maybe it's the false prophet working to promote the Antichrist. But as we get closer to what AI is doing, I'm realizing, wait a second, that he is neither the beast nor the prophet of the beast. It is the AI. It's the image of the beast. He, the artificial intelligence, causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand and on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. So it's not the beast. It's that AI that's made in the image of the beast helping the false prophet to promote the beast. And it will have such intelligence that it's able to track everybody. And it's going to be able to say, you need this chip to qualify to open your bank account, to withdraw money or you know, have your digital uh, wallet filled with money. Herein is wisdom. Here is wisdom. Let him who, under, who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. His number is 666. So now we've got, we've got the whole context. Revelation 13. You understand what we're talking about now. And today I want to introduce to you the subject of artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence. I believe that the Bible talks about... By the way, it, the English Standard Version is clearer. So I'm going to read just the two verses that I wanted us to begin with. But you didn't have the context. So now you got the context. Now let's reduce down to the two verses about the image of the beast. In the English Standard Version, it says, It was allowed to give breath to the image of the beast so that the image of the beast might even speak, might converse, might interact, you could say, and might cause those who would not worship the image of the beast to be slain. Well, how would they know? AI is being trained now to guess your intent. It's going to know your religion. And also, verse 16, also it causes all. So I like the English Standard Version. It's not the he, the it causes all, both small and great, both rich and poor, both free and slave, to be marked on the right hand or 
the forehead. I believe now that this it, this image of the beast, is artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence began with our voluntarily giving our private data over to the internet. At first, it seemed cool and convenient, and they will keep pitching it as you know the ultimate convenience for people. And millions of people will not care, and they will continue to give their data to the internet. The urgency of this matter is that people don't really know how fast it's developing. Let me give you a quick rundown. In June 2018, ChatGPT 1 was launched. GPT stands for Generative Pre-trained Transformer. The first iteration of AI had the ability for unsupervised learning. That's all it was. We're just going to make a little robot that has unsupervised learning. It'll be learning while we sleep. Hope that's okay. Hope it turns out okay. February 2019, ChatGPT 2 was released privately. They were a little bit concerned about it, so that it was private. This was AI with the ability for its own text generation. It was released publicly on November 2019, hmm. in the middle of the COVID pandemic, or, or getting close to it. June 2020, in the middle of the pandemic, ChatGPT 3 was released. This was now interactive AI. Users could ask it questions, and it could give practical and comprehensive answers. And remember how. Recently, we all tried that, right? But iteration three was already out, June 2020. Now, the one that we all know really is ChatGPT 4. It went live March 2023, and I wanted to get the date. So, the birth of this AI, possibly the Antichrist、uh, technology, is I think the 14th of March 2023. So, somebody can run, you know, days overlap. There's there are always two days on Earth, by the way. At every moment, we live on two days. So, 14 to 15. Somebody might want to look up the significance of that date. All right, in biblical numerology, 14 to 15 March 2013, ChatGPT was birth. Four was birth. The improvements: the ability to discern users' intent, the ability to engage in human-like conversations. And and we'll show how what that means in terms of people who are out there. They're lonely. They got kooky beliefs because they didn't read the Bible. If you're able to converse in a human-like way, that fills a lot of people's needs.、There's、a lot of people out there looking for fellowship to, to fill the gap of loneliness because they don't have God in their life. They don't have the Savior who washed their sins. They're in trouble. They're depressed, and they're looking for someone artificial to make them feel good. It will.、Uh, it has currently the ability to censor itself, and that means you, by the way, and you, from giving offensive or dangerous responses. Well, who determines what's offensive? Is Christianity offensive? The Bible indicates that something is coming along that's going to be a thing for humans, and it's going to call Christianity and the name of Jesus offensive. Hello again. This is the Watchman. Please join us each week for an exciting and inspirational podcast dealing with angel encounters. 
heavenly visitations, near-death experiences, as well as modern-day prophecies that are relevant to us today. So tune in each week and share it with your friends. After all, they could use a little inspiration in their life, too. That's the Watchman on the Wall podcast, and now you can find us on YouTube. We return now with Steve Kiyokalani talking about artificial intelligence and how it ties in with the Mark of the Beast and the Antichrist. And now it has the ability to search the internet in real time. And that sounds really convenient, but that means live data mining. Like right now, you got a, a phone in your pocket or your purse, and it, artificial intelligence, knows exactly where you're sitting. And it will have the codes for the drones and the bombs. So it can then tell the drone to come pay you a visit after you leave. How does that sound? That's what's coming. And it's coming super fast. At present, AI only needs a few photos of you to do a deep fake of you. Something is happening. Something has changed this year. So for all the pastors and preachers who haven't yet caught up and, and you're still hesitant about end time, it's already come. Reuters reported that Elon Musk and a group of artificial intelligence experts and industry executives are so concerned about this that they are calling for a six-month pause in developing systems more powerful than OpenAI's GPT-4. They wrote an open letter citing potential risks to society. Here's the letter. It was released also in March 2023, as soon as the fourth iteration came out. The title says, Pause Giant AI Experiments. AI labs are locked in an out-of-control race to develop and deploy ever more powerful digital minds that no one, not even their creators, can understand, predict, or reliably control. Should we develop non-human minds that might eventually outnumber, outsmart, and obsolete and replace us? Should we risk the loss of control of our civilization? Such decisions must not be delegated to unelected tech leaders. But of course, there's such a marriage between the elected leaders and their lobbyists. Whoever has the most money get to lobby the politicians. So they're almost indistinguishable, but we're still kind of holding on to the model that if you were elected, at least we got to choose you. These unelected guys like Zuckerberg, I didn't choose him, right? He should not be able to dictate what happens in elections and in our lives and with our private data. AI developers must work with policymakers to dramatically accelerate development of robust AI governance systems. These should be, these should at minimum include, and then they list eight things. Society has hit pause on other technologies with potentially catastrophic effects on society, we can do so here. Let's enjoy a long AI summer, not rush unprepared into a fall. That's very interesting. Even Jesus used those words. He said, when summer is near. When summer is near. He uses that word for the end time. End time is summertime. AI stresses me out, Musk said. 
in March 2023, and he's one of the co-founders of OpenAI that made ChatGPT, and his company, Tesla, uses AI for autopilot uh, programming. Euronews reported recently that a Belgian man committed suicide after an AI chatbot became his confidant, became his girlfriend, basically. Confidant, nice way of saying that's his, you know, uh, artificial sexual partner in a way. So uh, the headline says, man ends his life after AI chatbot encouraged him to sacrifice himself to stop climate change. Now, can you see how all of these things will begin to converge? All these issues that they're trying to put into the mind of youth. Now, you haven't, I, I've lived long enough to say, hey, I've been to more than 50 countries in the past nearly 50 years, and uh, the sea level's the same everywhere. It's the same. You, you, you can have some erosion, and you get things like that happen, but that's always happened for thousands of years. Nothing's changed. The properties that I've visited, 20 years ago, there's still beachfront properties. They're still beachfront. They're not underwater. Nothing's happened. But the young people are in this panic, like we're going to drown under seawater anytime. Where do you get that from? The ice caps are going to melt, but there's actually more ice now. The polar bear is going to die, but there are more polar bears now. These are all facts. But you know the AI reads over my YouTube, and they'll catch things like this, and then they will say that, uh, this is misinformation. The people giving misinformation label others telling the truth misinformation. The world's upside down. Right is wrong. Wrong is right. What a situation we're living in. And what did Dan Andrews announce this week? As of 2024, January 2024, our state will no longer connect to gas. No new house will connect to gas. You know, that's just the first step. You're sitting there like, well, that's good because I have gas. I'll be okay. Are you kidding yourself? Step number one to boiling frogs slowly. The new houses will not have gas connections. Step two, gas price will skyrocket. You will then be given a choice to disconnect from gas. Step three, they'll imprison you for having gas. What's going to be the future of this? The Bible tells us AI will try to be God. That's the future. AI will try to rewrite the Bible. AI will create new laws and then enforce them with their wonderful new army of robot police and drone police. Wouldn't drones and those, have you seen in YouTube those, those robot like warriors? You know, they, they walk, walk and they, they can flip off a table. Yeah. Imagine you just put a couple of guns, you know, on their eyes, on their butt, right? So you come behind, they can shoot you. You come in front, they can shoot you. They'll be much better than a normal police. The problem of human police is you only see one way. If you get a bot with cameras all around, you can't surprise that bot. And it, it doesn't feel pain. It will keep going until you are arrested or dead. What a great combination! AI, if you're an evil person sitting in a dark room thinking about this, how do I take over people's property? I take AI and I combine it with the, with the drones and the bots, the robots, and I put them together. I'll have a perfect tyrannical system. I've got to wrap up and uh, I'm going to say this, that all this 
AI is going to be the final fruit of man eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. This worship of our own thinking and reasoning has brought us nothing but pain apart from God. God gave us a brain, God gave us logic and reasoning, but apart from God has brought us nothing but immorality, sin, and suffering. AI will be the final product of man's carnal wisdom combined with satanic inspiration. It's going to be a push to elevate our own self-importance in defiance of God. Remember, it will be fundamentally religious. Nobody who's talking about AI and pushing AI like Yuval, Noah, Harari can help themselves. They have to talk about God. If it's pure science, pure technology, data points, why are you obsessed? You're obsessed. You want it to be a materialistic world. He wants us to be just biology, not the spirit, not the soul. Some people have called AI man's firstborn artificial son. And that's interesting because I've often wondered why is the firstborn often rejected in the Bible? You see that Ishmael was rejected and replaced by Isaac, born after him. Uh, Esau was rejected and replaced by Jacob, born after him. Saul was rejected and replaced by David. Saul was like the firstborn tallest. David was like the eighthborn and the least. Absalom was rejected and replaced by Solomon. So this soon-to-be son of humanity, the AI, uh, is going to be rejected. But before then, I believe that people are going to love him. And I think AI is not going to be good enough. We don't like AI. We don't know anybody named AI. So it, he's going to be given a name that's personal. And people will like it. And then it will have a personality, a lifelike personality. And it will, AI's destiny is to force man to see his own wicked nature when he acts independently from his creator. Man's creation, man's ultimate creation in his image will turn on him. AI, man's creation, will turn on mankind, just like God's creation turned on the divine. We will eat our own poison. But unlike God, we will give AI no redemption. We will not sacrifice our lives for the sake of AI. Can you imagine how loving God is? He created us, and we turn against Him. And He says, rather than rejecting us, He'll come down Himself and pay for the price of our mistakes and sins. This is the part that Harari doesn't understand. He doesn't know this part. He's trying to save himself through technology. God says, no, I've come to save you. If you would trust in the payment for your sins through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, I defeated sin and hell and I resurrected from the grave. That's the proof that he's the Messiah. If you would accept him instead of AI, Jesus will redeem you and save you. And the reason the Bible's been so accurate is to convince you that if, that if it's accurate on those prophetic details that are very exciting, how much more it's accurate about God's plan for your salvation. And he said, if you would trust in the name of Jesus, he will give you everlasting life. If you'll repent for believing in lesser gods, which are called false idols, and believe the Son of God, the Messiah, even if your religion said he's not the Son of God, you'll have to make that leap and believe him. He is the Son of God, because this book says so. And on his word, he gives you eternal life and protects you from the Antichrist and the devil and the lake of fire. Hello again, this is The Watchman. Please join us on our new video channel called Encounters from Beyond the Veil. 
It's the same exciting content as our audio podcast, but in a shorter, but yet a video format. Also, please subscribe so you won't miss any of our episodes. That's Encounters from Beyond the Veil, exclusively found on YouTube. Thanks again for listening, and if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends. Any comments or suggestions you may have, you can send to the Watchman on the Wall 2020 at gmail.com. We encourage you to subscribe, so you'll always be notified of our future episodes. Well, thanks again, and we'll see you next time on the Watchman on the Wall podcast.